to go downtown. Downtown, hey! Downtown. You're about to go downtown. Night, everyone. We're just rocking out, getting Von Wayne in here. How are you all doing tonight? If you're in the States, happy Thanksgiving. When I say happy Thanksgiving, I mean it by having a great time with your family, food, doing what makes you happy. <laughs> so I hope y'all are being safe out there. There you go. I think you got it now. <laughs> I think you have it now. I think so. I got anxiety. Send it out to people. It's been great, man. Honestly, just receiving a lot of love from the project right now. So I'm just enjoying that right now. So shout out to Humble Sound, always showing love every time. Right. Thank you, Jesus. Shout out Broadway Benson, Benny in the building. Mikey Mike in the building. Shannon in the building. Bonway, you absolutely snapped on this project. Thank you so much. I cannot be biased as a female when it's great music. It's just great music. Thank you. Can you hear me? Okay, let's sit back here. Can you hear me properly? I can hear you great. I can hear you great. Good night, everyone. So, thank you for tapping in. This is Downtown World. Don't waste no time with negativity. I'm your girl, Kay, and this is about to be an amazing interview with Vaughn Wayne. Now, yeah. it's you've been writing a lot of music. You've been crushing a lot of music, um, and it's not something easy to do. So... What is something that helped keep you going through like this whole panini and everything to just be inspired to keep writing? Um, actually, being uh, a part of the, uh, you know, what's going on right now has been actually helpful. I think that taking the time to step back from our busy day lives and stuff has really gotten me, given me a chance to hone in on my skill, my writing skills and uh, look at the world differently and really get to talk to people. My music is very is based usually on personal experiences or personal experience of others. And you get those experiences by talking to people. And the one thing the pandemic's been able to get us to do is communicate more, because that's all we had. Couldn't go anywhere, couldn't see people, so you're on the phone. You know, all of our West Indian parents are on Zoom 24-7, you know, whether it's for <laughs> church or, <laughs> or connecting yeah. with somebody. So it's yeah. given me the opportunity to really sit back and. Uh, process things, talk to people, have real conversations, and uh, that's what I put into my music. So I've it's been, it's it's actually been helpful for me to be honest to be able to like sit back and do that. So that is a yeah. common theme I've heard artists share, where it's just like it's been therapeutic to be able to just still write and get your true feelings out. Um, and 
I, you definitely went there, so we're going to get into it tonight. So this track that I'm about to just sample out a bit is Anxiety, which I feel like is the leading single of yes. this project. Correct me if I'm wrong. Um, definitely is. The only, the only one that I've, is I, I shot a video for it so far, so is that's what I brought. Is on the way? Is that an exclusive? It is on the way. It is on the way, yeah. Announced here first. It is on the way. <laughs> so. So that's all you guys are getting. So it's going to be shut me down. Make sure you stream, search Bon Wayne. That's two N's. All the DSPs, Ute is the name of the project and it stands for you underestimate these emotions what an acronym now being from toronto i can appreciate you using and paying homage to our ebonics 100 percent Ute. but this is the first time i've ever heard it used in this way where it's like you underestimate these emotions and it's definitely a toxic guy album but at the same time not toxic because i feel like you're being honest so yeah. what inspired that title and concept um so when i was creating this song this song so this song this project has been brewing for about two years now um i have a lot of boys that i've talked to and you know we we always like have banter about you know the females and what goes on in society and what a man should be and all that stuff and um so I, I had the idea of, okay, I wanted to do a project that centered around more so the male mindset because we were, we were always talking about, you know, R&B songs and how guys would be on there and they're apologizing to women or they're bashing other guys or girls are just like, you know, F these dudes and whatever. I'm like, yo, where's a, where's a project that speaks from, from, from our hearts, how we really feel? So I started off with, like, with that mindset. Then um, anxiety was what really started it off. Um, I have a lot of friends. Okay, so I grew up West Indian home, uh, in the church. Anxiety wasn't the thing that I grew up with. Yeah. Uh, if if I felt anxious or anything like that, my mom would just be like, yo, fix up. That's all I got. That's about it. Anxiety gone. That's it. Or at least we thought. <laughs> which, is not, which, is not, which gave me more anxiety, actually, because I was more afraid of getting beats. But right. um, you couldn't deal with it the way that you deal with it now. Um, but today, these youth have a... Like nowadays, they, they talk about depression and anxiety, and we never had that growing up. I'm a 90s baby, but 80s and babies, baby, you guys know that we never got a chance to really express ourselves that way and, and talk yeah. about our emotions and all that kind of stuff. So as I'm watching the youth and I'm seeing that all these youth have so many problems they never dealt with, so many health, uh, men, uh, mental health issues they never get to talk about, there's a lot of emotions. But even the music of today's day and age is very like just sad music, emotions are being thrown. And I'm like, people don't, they, they underestimate what people are going through emotionally. And so, especially when it comes to like men. And so I decided to, to name it you because I'm like, as a you growing up, there's a lot of trauma that I have that I never got to deal with or I never knew that I had. And then you go through all these things and you react certain ways to things. And That's the part that. right there, which yeah. is, sorry to pause you for a lot of black people, especially 100%. like books like See the God, um, yeah, I mean the gods, um, yeah. black privilege and stuff. Where it's just like he didn't even realize he was like molested until he was like a grown man and was like, oh, 
So that was something wrong. And a lot of black men are slowly coming out and telling your their truths, like you're speaking. Hundred percent. Yeah. Hundred percent. So, uh, like with that being said, there's a lot of pe people have trauma that they've never dealt with before. They don't even know that they're dealing with it. Um, and it's all from being from young, growing up, and having these bad habits and uh, these emotional things you're going through. And so I decided to put it into a, a project where I'm like, okay, you, but I wanted to stand for something because, and I said like, you underestimate these emotions that we go through. And then the project wrote itself after that. Like that's pretty much it. it just went from there. But it started off with anxiety. So yeah. So one of the one of the bars, um, but it was like losing my mind to me. Sure, but like so powerful at the same time. That's yeah. crazy. Like, but a lot of us could possibly relate to that. If you could express kind of where specifically that idea came from, and just like what it led to you feeling like you were losing your mind to yourself. I feel that a lot of people, your biggest enemy in competition is yourself. You know, even down to confidence levels or how you how you feel about yourself, like inside. So you can you can look into the mirror and be like, shoot, I'm so ugly. There could be a hundred people that think you're gorgeous, but you feel like you're, I don't look good today. And it messes up your entire day. You're like, I don't feel good. What I'm wearing doesn't fit me right. Whatever, you go to work and you're moody now because you feel that you don't look good. That's you against you. And someone goes, you look good. And you're like, eh, I don't feel good. Whatever, take <laughs> yeah. compliment. But that's you beating yourself up. Losing your mind to me is pretty much people that go through the anxiety and depression. That's a, all a mental game. It's what's going on in your head. And so you start to put yourself down. You start to go through it. All of a sudden, you're paranoid, and it's it's your own mind playing tricks against you. So it's not like somebody else is giving me anxiety. I have it within myself. And so when I say I'm losing my mind to me, that's pretty much all it is. Like I'm, It's me against me. It's my own mind that I'm losing. So that was it. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Um, Great explanation. So it's like, I'm being a bit, you know, here at downtown world, we say eat fruit, mind your business, you know, but <laughs> <laughs> as a black man, I'm asking you, you know, from a city that I'm born in, what is, what is part of like, why you feel like you feel so alone? You literally scream that in the track. <laughs> I, I like felt your passion in the track. You're like, you know, so. So anxiety, what's amazing about anxiety is I personally, I felt anxiety. I felt anxiety, but not as much as people that have been in my life. This project was a reflection of, and I, I love this project because it is a reflection of how of things that I feel, but also conversations and the emotions of people around me, my close circle, pe people that I talk to that tell me, "Bro, I'm going through this. I feel this, or I relate to this." So a lot of my words are also stories or mindsets of those around. Me. Um. So when it comes to uh, like those like emotions that I, I I put into this anxiety was actually the the first part I wrote that because of yes like young men around me that have anxiety and and all that but then the second part the second verse was actually inspired by Kanye West and you'll see that in the music video it was a heavy influence when he was going through his whole breakdown and going crazy and crying on stage and going through and he's like talking about star wars clones and they're, they're out there the drones are watching me and whatever that's where i got that, that that inspiration from when he would have his breakdown and we called him crazy half the things that Kanye West says we we now realize that he's not crazy he just knows picture. more than we do 
exactly 100 percent. like he knows things that we don't know so and it must be so frustration frustrating to know things and try to express it and all people do is say that you're crazy and you're just like i'm not crazy like yo they don't care about our kids like they don't love like what but bush doesn't care about black people he didn't <laughs> you know what i mean but he's saying things and literally <laughs> that part. Right? He's, he's saying things and literally uh, we're calling him crazy. So when he would have his breakdowns, I would actually jot down things that he would say th during his breakdowns on stage at different places and they're like, Connie's crying and all this stuff. And I use that to fuel it. And I try to, to picture myself as Kanye going through an anxiety attack. You know that he's bipolar, which is his superpower. And uh, I really tried to show like, you know, we call him a genius. And of course, Kanye's he a genius. He definitely is, yeah. Um, and uh, low-key, like, a lot of people that have mental health issues, they mask behind being creative or being really... They they excel in something. Um, but they're going through a lot of, like, trauma. Look at... One of my favorite um, actors and, and comedians is Robin Williams. Um, oh he made us laugh his entire life and then, and then off himself, yeah. right? He didn't know what he was going through because his comedy and his uh, his show, his everything he did masked the pain that he was going through. And so I just felt that uh honing in on the on what Connie went through and putting that into a song relating it is exactly what I felt would be uh you know good for the song. So that's where that second part comes from. So wow. R.I.P. Robin Williams man. I might just watch dude, Miss Doubtfire tonight. Miss Doubtfire, right? That's it. That's <laughs> right? it right there. Oh man. Oh man. But definitely so um creeping through your socials, you know, and you made a very impactful post. And it was shared to say suicide is the single biggest killer of men yep. under 45. About yep. six out of every 10 men experience at least one trauma in their lives. Men are less likely to report both mental health and physical illnesses. It's true. Wow. It's very true. It's very, 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 very true. It's very sad too. A lot of men, they don't feel that like there's a safe space for them to speak up or express their feelings. Uh, and it's terrible. It's terrible that uh, they don't have that space. So all they do is either overdose and off themselves or take pills or there's a lot of emotions that they just can't express. That statistic should be frightening. And the thing is, I tell, I tell women this all the time. I say, okay, men have done bad things to women and vice versa and all that. But if you cannot relate to a man because of what's happened to you in your past, relate to your son eventually he's gonna grow up to be a man are you telling me that you don't want to see your son make it past 45 years old like you have to it starts from there so as much as uh we might be like oh i don't feel sorry for men because there was a page that went to war with me on like it was a feminist page and they went to war with me on what i was posting my dms were lit up they're like how dare you post these things? You're insensitive. And da -da -da -da. I'm like, what are you talking about? But they went to war with me. I'll see if I can find a page and post it on my thing later. So people <laughs> check oh it out. <laughs> Make it a war thing. But um, yeah, they were going off. And all I said is, if you are a mother or you have friends that are mothers and they have sons, is that how you feel about your friend's sons? They never replied back. Simple. Simple. You might feel the way you feel, but that little boy that you think is so cute, oh, let me buy him a little gift or whatever. He's going to grow up to be a man too. Do you want him to off himself? You need to care. You know, you need to show show that you care. You know, it's, it's the support starts from, from young. And a lot of these men are damaged 
from young. And if you want to get like serious into the topic, I mean, we're in it. We're in it. <laughs> there's, there's literally there's there's so many uh, society has messed things up. For instance, if uh, if a young boy yeah. bags like a, let's say the kid's like 15 years old, and he sleeps with his teacher who's 26. All these boys are like, yo, you're the man. Don't know, bro. Yo, you're a king. You're out. You're doing your thing. The girl might get in trouble, might not. We've seen it in the news where she gets a slap on the wrist and she goes home. But if a man were to do that exact same thing to a 17-year-old woman, he's the biggest pedophile. It's a wrap. The man's, the man's ending up with news people outside of his house. This is a bigger deal, right? Yeah. But the same trauma that that female went through, the young, the younger with the older man, Men go through it too, but differently. It doesn't. It might not show us. It, it might not show in us crying or being like, "Oh, we were like taken advantage of because society says you're the man, so now you feel it." But now you're you like you're 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 super sexual early, or you're out there being promiscuous, or now you can't have like certain emotional attachments to people, and all that happens, and they just grow up to be certain ways, and then they have all this trauma. They don't know where it came from. And then eventually, they, if they decide to go to counseling or they talk about it enough, then eventually they get to the root of the problem. But it was never, it was never made to them as a problem. It was always like, "You're the man, you know, That's exactly how it should be." Whereas with a girl, we're like, "Oh, that happened to you. Oh, woe is me. We're so sorry for you. Let, let us be there for you." There's all these people that are like rubbing your back and they're hugging you and they're like, "Yo, we care yeah. about you, girl. It'll be okay." So where's my hug? I'm a dude. I need a hug too. Like, ain't nobody out here hugging no 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 dudes. Like. What's wrong? Like, we need hugs too, right? Yeah. So it's little things like that to show that there isn't really a space for men. And there is starting to be like, they're trying to create spaces, but there isn't really space for men to really talk about that stuff. At, throughout the, the pandemic, I've been talking to my boys more and there's other men. And they've told me like, yo, I've been molested. I've been raped. And of course, there was that big thing. Uh, I posted it on my story that said, uh, there's a misconception that men can't get raped, Right. And oh, that God, they is, definitely can. Antoine Fisher, people. It happens, right? But society does not seem to really <laughs> accept that as a reality. It's just sad. It really is yeah. sad. So, yeah, no, it's it's yeah, it's a it's a I, sad. I can be transparent and admit that, like, with hearing this project, it did make me feel um, a little bit. Okay, I shouldn't say a little bit, but like bad as a woman and maybe reflecting on times when I've been like had relationships with the other sex whether it's family intimate whatever mm -hmm. and like maybe didn't consider all these things that you mentioned today so it definitely for me as a black woman gave me a little bit more insight into that right and it's yeah. hard because men naturally will just I feel like not say anything so for a woman we're not necessarily knowing you want a hug, we should just hug, you know? So it is a little <laughs> Or thing. you know what? At the very least, just ask. I always I tell people now, like, just ask a guy if he's okay. <laughs> ask a, have you, have you asked him? Is he always going to say, I am fine? Mads will always say, say they always say we're good. Because like, a lot of the times, sorry, I'm trying to re reply to people. A, lo a lot of the times um, when you a man does open up about, like, how they feel, it gets thrown back in their face later on. And it's just, you don't want that. Or a woman will look at you like you're not a man anymore. If you start crying, like, yo, I had a rough day, babe. Like, I can't take it. She's like, yo, man up. And that's just toxic in itself. Now, you do you do that to a guy one time, and he'll never open up to any female ever. It's just a wrap. Jeez. It's a wrap now. You don't want to do it. 
Jesus. right? So it's yeah, it's it's a it's a it's a very I know our 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 automatic defense is like yeah we're good the world could be burning beside us and we're just like no we're blessed everything's good and it's terrible it's yeah. terrible people care about men Broadway Benson but yes nevertheless so the next track that um. I really want to talk about is. Yeah, I'm gonna get to that in a second. Yo, Broadway Benson, what up? I see you in here. Marley alone. I see you on here. M3, Mikey, I see you. That's I see you. Uh, in here. Christian, Kadeem, ah, ah, ah. You know, I see the man in here. What else? What else do I see? So that record. Samurai, I see that. Okay. Drug hits, right? And Drug hit, yeah. Oh man. The line in the track in the hook is pay don't leave when the drugs hit. Cheats. Like, how many times have you probably smoked a swift, humped a blood, popped a pill, whatever your drug of choice is to numb whatever pain, and you realize the feeling was still there? So, that was definitely a bar that hit home. What oh, inspired yeah. um, drug hits? You know, we had people like Juice World and so forth that have passed away, unfortunately. Two things of this nature. So, yeah. what do you have to say about that? Man, speaking on Juice World, RIP, that's my dude. Uh, I got to, I got the, I was fortunately, I was uh, fortunate enough to meet Juice World uh, twice before he died. Um, I was at a concert. Um, where the concert was was at, but I was with Boy Wanda at a concert, and uh, he brought me brought me backstage, and I was kidding with Juice World and just talking to that young man, and you know, just hearing how how he thought, genius. Honestly, that guy could freestyle, put a beat on, he could freestyle forever. But it was great to like you know meet him, so to see. To see how he how his life ended, I mean, it was in his music. It was in his music. He spoke about it. Uh, drugs was a huge influence in his in his life and pain. Uh, I think since Juice World, there hasn't been someone I know on that level who's been able to express uh, painful thoughts and drug thoughts in music the way that he has. I feel like I've kind of almost uh, taken up that mantle, if you were to say. When it comes to him, because I really, I really did enjoy his music, and I liked how he, how he worded his things and how he got uh, his message and feelings across. You could feel his pain in his music. Definitely. But um, with drugs hit, man. I mean, we're at that age now. Like I'm 31. I just turned 31 on on my release date. Congratulations! And, um, Happy birthday! Thank you. Happy Glad birthday, to see. Happy birthday, black man. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Glad to see another year, man. A lot For of us real. are not making it. For we're not real. making that note up there. Yeah. I have friends that never made it to made it to 30. So. I can say that. But, um, you know, we're dealing with, like, you have life, you have stress, you have relationships, you have, people have kids, people have, you know, you're, you hate your boss. There's, there could be, you know, you, you're, you're late on your rent. You know, you want to keep, keep up with the Joneses and you want to get your nails done, but you can't afford it. There's so many things that people are struggling with. And so, you know, you finish work and you want to go home and just pour a glass of wine that might turn into three glasses and smoke, smoke a spliff. And it's not just because you're like, oh, it's social. Let me do it. You're like, no, I had a hard day. Okay. I've had a hard life. And I need to take this substance to just medicate and be out. But when you sober up, it's good for the moment. You know, you enjoy it. But when you sober up, your problems have not gone anywhere. anywhere. Everything you're dealing with is still there when you come down from that high or from being drunk or whatever it is. The pain does not go anywhere. So even though the drugs hit, you enjoy the moment and you know, it feels good. Uh, I say, in the lyrics I say, I stay running from the past, you know, thought this issue wouldn't last, right? So it's one of those things where it's like, 
people literally they medicate themselves with drugs they try to use drugs to to get their mind off what's happening and i'm like and that's fine i'm not saying that if you're not addicted to it it's not a problem in your life smoke up drink up do your thing but just know that when you come down from that high or whatever so every problem that you're trying to escape from is right there waiting for you it doesn't okay, leave sir. it's not leaving the drugs hit so yeah i think that was the most relatable to to a lot of people they've hit me up and they said like anyone that's done because i'm drugs can be alcohol it can be and i say it's i speak about everything i talk about like speed even people that were studying in school and they yeah. need to hurry up and do a course so they'll they'll take drugs to keep them up or even nyquil you can't sleep so you're taking nyquil to, it's like everything you do it's it's to you need something to to to, to help you or to bring up yeah. something to bring you up something to take you down like whatever it is it's still an addiction at the end of the day and no matter what like if you might take nyquil every night to sleep but are you really sleeping on your own no your body's still if you don't have it your body shows you like i'm not better i you still need to figure out whatever's going on so you can get proper sleep so it doesn't leave For, uh... that's it Sex but, yeah. can be a drug. You see that news that just came out about um, Will Smith where literally he was having so much intercourse Will to the Smith point man. where he <laughs> would be up chucking. I'm trying to say it in the best way. Um, up chucking when he would come to full climax. So. Cousin Will, man. Uh, <sighs> that's a whole next... Honestly, to be real, if I want to be honest... Yeah. <laughs> I'm happy that Will Smith is going through what he's going through right now. As in, I'm happy that he's speaking about it is what I mean. Because it just, it, it literally lined Oops. up with my project perfectly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's like, he's promoting it for me. Like, all I got to do is put a Will Smith clip up and play my music. And I'm like, oh, I told you guys. I told you this is what it is. You know, and a lot of his music, a lot of what he's saying is him in a relationship. So his mental issues are directly tied to a relationship and this project is literally about men's mental health when it comes to relationships and how they deal with him and jada yo he they I, honestly if you guys get this everybody at will smith and jada not real, not jada at, at will smith Wait, leave jada no nah, leave jada alone how at will grow, smith then? here let me ask you that because that's toxic <laughs> as well how do we grow from that right you can't just shut her mm. out if, if you're in a situation, you create your own rules, and you're doing what it is to grow, they're clearly yeah. doing work on both sides, similar to how we see Jay-Z and Beyonce do work on both sides. So we that's can't, true, like, completely true. forego Jada, because I don't really God, understand Jada. why she continuously brings up, like, Tupac and stuff, but... <laughs> oh, my god, That's their, you know, but I'm not going to completely rid her as a black woman. It's just something yeah. obviously deeper is going on there. Oh yeah, no, definitely. I, uh, that whole the whole Tupac Jada thing is a whole. That's a next direction. But yeah, no, no, I can't write her off. She honestly, I mean, and if you if you're if you if you're a future a future follower, then you rate Jada, right? <laughs> but if you so if you, <laughs> so let me you know she's just she's just Jada. I just you know but Jada. I, She's Jada, man. But the thing is funny because like we never, you would I would never think that Will was going through half the things that he was going through. What? No idea. None yeah. whatsoever. Between Red Table Talk and this book, I'll know how much how much Will Smith weighed when he was born because they're telling they're saying everything. Everything. They're not leaving anything for yeah 
anyways. <laughs> he bungee jumped in Budapest or wherever, and he was like, "Yo." Yeah, people, 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 people feel like it's either um, it's either he's going through a midlife crisis or he just really had this on his on his chest for a while and he's trying to get it out. So we'll see. Talk the talks, eh? Okay. So we're definitely going to get back to that question, Marley. But the next track that I want to discuss is Laura Winslow. You know, super banger. But what I want to ask you about Laura Winslow is about that unsex unsent text. Because I know as females sometimes, you can admit, we go off whole paragraphs, whole pages. Some men do do that as well, but I'll be nice tonight. And <laughs> what what is it like that a man really has to say other than admit to or whatever the female is saying? Like, what is it that you're not saying in that unsaid text? Um... I mean, that, that, when I say, like, yo, there's a text he never sent. And Laura Winslow, so, Laura Winslow, anybody in here that's a, is anybody in here a Family Matters fan? You guys love Family Matters? You guys love, uh, you know, uh, Steve Urkel and all of them? That was definitely, the, obviously, the, you know who Laura Winslow is. Laura Winslow definitely. is the, Laura Winslow, it's funny because um, I was actually asked this morning if I wrote the song because I had a crush on Laura Winslow. Um, <laughs> did they listen to the song? <laughs> they did, they did. No, but then it's like they're like, what inspired it? And it was a it was a great question, but it's funny because the Laura Winslow uh that that concept is so funny. In in this in this uh song, Laura Winslow's actually the bad guy in this song. Um the whole you project is from beginning to end is tells a whole story of a man going through all these emotions. I'll, I'll explain yeah, that. Yeah, giving Forrest Gump vibes. Yeah. So, but the thing is with, so with Laura Winslow specifically, uh, how do I, how do I say this? So there are so many dudes that when they're like younger or they like love off a girl, they love a girl off and she won't get with this guy she'll end up with uh some other some other dude that might not be good for her he hurts her and he stands by and he's your friend and he talks to you and he he's like yeah you know you shouldn't be with her and he, he's like i know and i can he confides in him and tells him all of her darkest secrets but at the end of the day when it comes to like dating or sex or anything like that he's not the person that she chooses but she keeps him around still like, i'm gonna keep you here for my emotional support but like everything else, I'm gonna go send it to that to that guy who's bad. I think it's and called a friendship. It. No, is it not? I don't. I don't. It is. I don't. <laughs> so there is. There are, there are there are levels to it where there are people like yeah, you can have a guy friend who you talk to. But in this one, I'm saying there's like guys that like tell you like yo, I like you, and you're like okay, cool. Yeah, I don't like you like that. Okay, cool. But then. Usually, usually people will be like, "I don't want to be around you anymore," or like, "I'll cut it off." But a lot of times, girls will, and I, and I'm speaking from experiences from the conversations that I had. They'll still keep somebody around, right, just for the emotional part of it. Whereas the guy wants so much more, and she'll say things like, "You know, if you were different, or you know, I wish I could have a guy like you, but or you know, I wish I could find a guy who's just like you." And it's the guy sitting here like, "I am a guy just like you. <laughs> me. I am that dude." I am. I can see the meme right now. Okay. Like so, you are. <laughs> so hold on. So. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, I want to get into Don't Wanna Feel. Okay, hold on. Before I go to that one. No so problem. what I was going to say Winslow is, so as he watched the show, we realized that Laura Winslow, like, Steve Urkel was, yeah, he's, he was corny, like he's a nerd, but nerds are, end up being rich in the future. He loved her. He treated her well. He'd do anything for her. But that wasn't enough. She literally told this guy, that's not it. So what did he do? He said, you know what? 
I'm going to make a potion to change who I am just to get this girl because who I am is not good enough. So I have to now change myself. I'm going to make a potion. I'm going to drink poison because it's not, that's not natural. I'm going to drink poison and hopefully I don't die and I can become this cool guy. And then when she finally got Stefan and he was this hot guy and all these girls wanted him, she was mad that he didn't give her all the attention, that his eyes were wandering, you know, Stefan's not this guy that, I, that she, like, all the girls want him, but it's like, now nah, I want his full attention. Okay, but when he was Urkel, same physical person, but yeah. he was getting to change himself, you didn't want him then, but now that he's the sexy guy and all the girls want him, you're still complaining. So when does, when does he win? To me, I, I relate that to when guys have liquid courage, you know? They drink <laughs> yeah. some alcohol, they go to a party, and they're, just, they're like the cool guy that can talk to any girl. But then when, it, when the alcohol's gone and they're back to being sober, they're quiet, they're shy. But it's the same dude. Instead of trying to work with him and draw it out, you're like, I'm attracted to that guy. So many guys feel like they need to change themselves in order to get a girl. So it might not be a potion to become Stefan, but they're buying cars they can't afford. They're buying jewelry instead of paying their rent. They're out here using their 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 advanced like like school money to look cool and be cool. Take girls on dates that just want them to buy them food, and then the girl says peace out, and they're like, "Yo, what the hell happened?" So I took all that stuff together and put it into a song and said, "Like, yeah. it, it's the facts, though." So it many is. guys, take girls to restaurants or whatever, like, and all she really deserves. I, I'm, on, on the first date is Popeyes because y'all can just talk and chill and like have that conversation. I but fries, though. I yo, candy fries are fire, especially with that with that uh, with that with that make the stallion sauce. I'm blessed with that. I mean, so that Absolutely. was that. No, all jokes aside, most definitely. So okay, we uh, going to don't want to feel, which is uh. Up? That's my boy, my boy. Shout out, shout out to Dean. Shout out. Uh, justice. This is, this is their favorite song. The harmonies on all the tracks is very beautiful. Like you can hear the layers, everything like that. So, like, I'll ask you before I get into "Don't Want to Feel." Um, what is something you could share about your writing process? That like. Um. <laughs> So, you know, it's funny, like in the studio, I used to, you know, when I used to sit back and hear rappers talk about like, I don't write any lyrics down. I just go in there and I freestyle in the booth and whatever. I'm like, these guys are geniuses. How do they do it? I could never. And then I started doing it. See, the thing is, is what happens is I'll go, I'll listen to a beat and I'll really like um, the vibe out to it get like a, a good sense of where I want to go with the direction. Beats usually, they'll, they'll take me in a direction. I'll think of a topic um so when i hear the beat i'll be like okay this beat makes me feel sad this beat makes me feel happy this beat makes me feel wassy and braggadocious you know and i i go from there then i take that energy into the booth i put i listen to the beat um then i'll start humming i'll start humming lyrics whatever comes to my mind and i'll just go through that entire song and process and then i go and i do it again and i do it again and eventually words start to form and ideas after i record it and I have my idea pretty much of what I want to do, which is usually mumble. It's not even like real lyrics. Mm -hmm. Then I, I'll, I'll go home and I'll listen to what I mumbled over and over and over again. But to people that are hearing mumble, I'm hearing words. I'm seeing a picture. I'm seeing a video. I'm seeing conversations and everything. And that's how I process it. And then I just take those thoughts and I will relate it to conversations I've had and 
then I just put it into words. Usually I won't even write it down. I'll just go into the studio and keep keep saying different stuff until it makes a full song. That's, that's amazing. That's but then like when it comes to I guess the aspect of performance which is which is another level outside of the studio, how yeah. then do you like know the words to be like, okay, this is what the song sounds like or you just play it over and over again? So uh once you it's kind of weird. Once you when you're in the studio and and if you've been to the studio before, you know that you can be working on a song for an hour and you hear that song about a hundred times. It's like stop and go, stop and go, stop and go. So eventually before you leave that session, you and the people who are in the in the in the <laughs> studio listening yeah. all know your lyrics. Before you leave many times I've left the studio and before I even leave the door, the mandem are singing the song because they know the lyrics because it's been so if they can memorize it, I'm the one making it. So eventually like you just it's, it's like programmed in your mind. Before you leave leave the studio you already have the whole song in your head. So because he's and of course like professional artists they practice like people that don't practice i don't know what you're doing it because shows. on it the shows. top they, they do hours, hours of practicing. oh yeah 100%. <laughs> you see shows. you see artists that get up there and forget their own lyrics it's kind of like the whole crowd knows it and you don't know so what do you do you just point the mic you say yo sing it that is hilarious lyrics on a, on a big stage i'm be like sing it but what if what if nobody knows your song you look, you look, you look like you look like Holy ray all right next no, leave her. i love her don't want to shout out to pressa so don't want to feel yeah don't want to feel um don't want to feel was so so youth is a story anxiety talks about a guy who just broke up in a broke got, got out of a toxic relationship. It wasn't even his girlfriend. It was like a a situationship, and uh, the situationship and everything he's gone through gave him anxiety. Then the next song is um wow I don't remember the next song now. Look at that. What do you Why mean I, after um you after have anxiety, anxiety drug hits? Okay, so so in in order to deal with his anxiety, instead of going to talk to somebody or get help. He takes drugs to deal with everything that he's that he that gives him anxiety, mm-hmm. right? After after drugs hit, instead of moving, yeah. So instead of like dealing with what happens when he takes the drugs, he decides to put all of his attention into a new girl, a new situation, mm. right? The girl kind of rejects him and doesn't really want him, but he's still chasing her along with the still has anxiety and all the things that come with it. He's using drugs to medicate himself, and instead of just getting help before moving on to somebody else, he jumps into a new relationship, which is what a lot of us do. You break up with somebody, and in a few weeks later, you have somebody new. Instead of taking a couple months to figure out why it didn't work out, what you need to heal from, what are your issues, why did it not work? It's not just one person. It's more than one person. That's so for real. So then you get into don't want to feel, where you guys both get into this relationship that you shouldn't be in in the first place. So you're in a relationship. You're having arguments all the time. You know, you're talking about, I, I say, um, I want you in the work kind of way. It hurts when you say we're not okay. Because it's like you're in this relationship, but every day there's an issue. There's a problem. Um, you're not dealing dealing with your past life. Like, you're not dealing with what you've dealt with before, but you, now you're in a relationship and it's completely toxic. You haven't gotten a chance to heal, but you're still in this thing and you just keep going through this cycle. The song after that is um, Try to Feel. Try to leave, sorry, try to feel. Try to leave, and it's where you finally recognize that you're in a relationship that's toxic. And you're trying to get out, and you don't actually get out, and you're trying to leave. So, but so many things pull you I back. Had, and the last song is text back. We'll go through it. But go I ahead. Had a silly, I had a silly question. Um, 
depression actually for trying to leave. Okay. <laughs> I had a silly question. What happens if I don't want to give you back the sweater? I like the sweater. I like the t-shirt. Yo, I like I the shorts. What happens if I don't want to give it back? Though? Listen, listen. So I learned this from the first time I got a shirt stolen from me was in grade seven. Grade seven. Um. <laughs> Sorry, grade seven. Um, I remember I, I don't remember her name, but I remember this girl in grade seven. There was a half day. She came over to my house, and <laughs> she was like, "Oh, I need a t-shirt." I'm like, "All right, cool." I gave her. I never gave her a t-shirt. She went in my in my in my drawer and took out my Fat Farm t-shirt. Back back in the day, Fat Farm was like the ish. And it I remember was. this visiting <laughs> my head, and she wore it. She's like, "Go spray your cologne on it and whatever." Then she just like left my house. And I never saw that shit ever again. And I was like, yo, I used to call her like, where's my shirt? Where's my shirt? She's like, oh, you'll get it back. Bro, that was, how many years ago was that? What, 20 years ago? Ain't no, ain't no shirt ever come back. From that moment oh. on, I'm like, yo, listen, I'm keeping an eye on everything because girl, love to teeth your clothes, your hats, your stuff, everything. So that's why it's not, it's not probably my like, fourth song where I talk about like, give me back my damn clothes. I don't care. <laughs> so that's the real Yo, listen, listen. This is yo. Forget the whole project. The biggest issue is girls stealing man's clothing. Yo, talk about it in the chat, guys. Everybody here, yo, talk, man, them. Talk about these girls stealing your clothing. How upset, how upsetting it is. It really does hurt. You have a nice sweater, and a girl trying to take it from you, bro. That is a very, very, very upsetting thing. So that's the whole. The whole. If you don't listen, ladies, if you learn anything about this whole project, give guys back their clothes. You know how many girls I've dated. And um, I'm like, oh, whose who's sweater is that? They're like, oh, I don't what remember. Like, oh, it was an the ex-boyfriend. He, why didn't you give him back his shorts or his, or his T-shirt? They're comfy. They go with the house clothes now, man. Once so it's already part of the laundry basket, it's already now part of my wardrobe. So the, the last thing I know, it's true. You. The last thing I'm going to say, the reason why that's unfair is because I can't steal your shirt. I can't steal Whoa. your pants. I can't steal your sweater. If you date nugget-sized people, maybe. Well, I mean, true, but it's still, for the most part, there's not a lot of your clothing. I'm not stealing your pantyhose, but you can take my boxers. You know, you know what I'm you saying? Know, but you know what, men still let me defend my ladies right now. It's about Von Wayne, but I need to defend my ladies right now. Y'all steal our skincare products, our all of that, okay? And y'all are buying... No, I'm spending no five hundred dollars right, somewhere to support. It's fine. Here enough. Be squeezing it, leaving excess. Oh, <laughs> like no, no. So, fair enough. I feel like that's fair a fair enough. exchange for a little All right, all right, fine, 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 fine. <laughs> I'll give you guys that one. I'll give you guys that one. Right, but it's alright. We want to make sure our men's skin looks great. So, mm -hmm. <laughs> text back. Um, another great track. Uh, <laughs> and I want to ask. <laughs> Um, I'll be, I'll, I'll be, I'll be fair. Um, so girls, like girls giving men tests. So I want to ask you, like, what is one of the most like useless tests you feel like a girl has ever like, or a partner, sorry, has ever put you through or not even a partner, just anyone has ever put you through your life? Um, even grow man that yo, there's so many. Where where's Trinity when I need him? <laughs> this, this is my boy Trinity's favorite song, and he always says "Grow man test test" every single time he hears that. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but um, 
one of the silliest tests that a girl's ever done is um gotten her girlfriend to talk to me like on like on like the ones like sent her girlfriend to try and like hit on me to see what I would do um That's a lame well, I mean, I passed easily. Her her friend wasn't attractive, so it was easy for me to, oh, to like, not, to not say nothing. But either way, like, how dumb do you think I am? Like, do you really think I'm just going to sit there and be like, oh, hey, what's up, your girl? Like, no, I'm going to question it. Um, And then the worst thing about it is that it wasn't natural. So after it happened and it failed and I brought it up, say, oh, you passed. Sorry, what? I passed? Like, you really... Like, you really gave me a test? This is, how old are you? This is the weirdest yeah. thing ever. But it was something that she done. She's like, yeah, she does it. Or she, like, she'll test a guy out and do certain things to see. Or um, I've had girls do certain things, like, uh, walk in front of me and um, expect me to open the door, which I do sometimes. But if you're in front of me, open the door for me, too, you know? And I don't do it. And then we'll keep walking. And I'm like, why do you have an attitude? Oh, I... I walked, the, I walked in front of you to see what you would do. What do you mean? Like, I just wanted to see what you would do. What What are you, what are you, what are you talking about? Did he open the door for me? I'm like, really? Do you have attitude? Because I forgot, I never held the door. You were, you were first. Open the door for me. If I was first, I would open the door and you would have walked through. But you went ahead of me to see if I would run past you to, like, open the door. Like, what do you do? Weird things like that. Like, those are all little yeah. tests. You know, just... When girls get into your car and sit down and say they're hungry. Okay, you should have ate before you came here. <laughs> what are you testing me to see if I'm gonna buy you food? <laughs> you can get, get yourself your own food. That's just what it is. So, you know. So I wanna add to you, Von Wayne, once again, amazing project, uh vocally, uh lyrically. It's great all around and I'm happy that so many men connect and so many women could even be open enough to ask the question, how are you doing today? Like, how are you really feeling like, or hugging their partner more? So definitely great. It is mental health awareness. Um, so we definitely want to get those suicide rates down. Now, I want to ask you, like, who are some of the artists that really, like, inspire the sound of, like, Bon Wayne and just you as an artist? Um, it's so funny. I always felt like over the years it changed, but I think I've stayed true to who I rate and who I look to when it comes to music. Um, from young, it, it was Kirk Franklin. That was my guy. Just Stop. his writing. Yo, he's amazing. Amazing. And a lot of my, a lot of my music is rooted in growing up in the church. So even though I, I speak on these topics, You'll see a lot of the melodic stuff that I come through come from years in choir or, or growing up at a school named Crawford and being in a band and being in choir and stuff. So my melodic sound comes from there. Kirk Franklin's writing ability. He, he can't sing. Stupid. But he's on every track. Yeah. He writes, he composes, puts together. Shout out to Uncle Kirk. Met him a couple of times. Amazing dude. Um, other influence is... Um, I've always... Oh, I've always loved Kanye West. Like, I... No matter what he goes through, I might not necessarily He's agree human. with everything he does, the but yeah. at the end of the day, genius when it comes to music. And everyone that everyone that is in here that knows me knows that I've been a, a Kanye fanatic from from time. So uh, Kanye was a huge influence. Um, I like the styles of J. Cole. Of course, got to big up the 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 king of the city, Drake himself. 
he's a huge, huge, huge influence. Um, and then cross over to, so that's like, I'd say the, the rappers that influence me the most. Yeah, I'd say. Oh, J. Cole, I said him as well. I think they're the ones that influence me most on the rap side. But then when it comes to like listening to beats and being melodic, I have to shout out people like Boy Wonder, that's my guy. Like hearing how he puts beats together and, and whatnot. He's amazing. Um, I am Don Mills, Dirt Work. Um, I love Pharrell. Pharrell's like his style of, of music. I love that as well. Um, yeah, there's a there's, there's a few guys that all together, like right now in my life, influence my music and how I like processing. Aaron Manswell, when it comes to melodies and playing, I have him on a few tracks moving forward as well. Actually, I have everyone that I listed, I'm working with them in the future as well. Um, so yeah, like they've been the biggest influence right now when it comes to like how I'm how I'm seeing music, putting it together, formulating it, all that stuff. So yeah, that those are my influences. I would say. Oh, and Tory Lane, Tory Lanez too. I just rate him. He's just amazing as an artist. I that guy can rap circles around anybody. So oh, I yeah. gotta. Yeah, and, and he has a beautiful because, Yeah, and because him and Drake are Toronto and they're like melodic. Love it because that's a lot of my music is very melodic as well. So and of course I'll say Juice World because I said it before as well. Most so. Definitely. So a traditional question that we ask all of our guests here at Downtown World is you have the five elements, air, fire, water, earth, and spirit. Which element do you feel like represents you or resonates with like Von Wayne the most and why? Water. Mm. Because water is scary. I feel that so man's men can people can go into space, but on our on on our own planet, there's only so much of the water that we actually have discovered. The water's dark. We don't know what's inside of it. There's depth to it. It's a scary uh, like force that we cannot control. So I feel that I relate to that because there's so much depth. I have so much in my music, in you, in so many things I do. There's so much depth to it. There's darkness to it. Uh, when I started Von Wayne Corp, it was literally because I feel like with my first name being Giovanni, I just took off the J-E and put Von. Oh, and wow. then, Today and then uh, Yeah. And then I know, right? <laughs> Giovanni, Jeffrey, E. Niles, right? So I took off the J-E off the, the front part and just have Von. And then Wayne, because I love Batman. But I it's not even so much liking Batman. It's It's liking the fact that, like, his life... You know, uh, the darkness of it, him living a double life, him having, like, in the daytime, he's Bruce Wayne, but at nighttime, he's Batman, and, you know, uh, we're in Gotham, and it's, like, dark. So I, I kind of formulated the whole team around Von Wayne Corp is, like, uh, is like uh, uh, Bruce Wayne Corp of, of, of yeah. Gotham. We have, like, our villain, like, Broadway Benson, shout out to him. You know, we have King Bola, Seth Rose, Riff Ripping the Ghoul. We have um, Marley Unknown, you know, I don't know if we're going to call her uh, Harley Quinn or Catwoman, but we'll see. But anyways, <laughs> we have the whole team formulated around that. And so I like to look at the darkness of things. So leading back to the water, because like to me, I'm scared of water. I can swim, you know. Mm. I'm terrified. I never passed. I went to swimming lessons when I was younger, but I can yeah. never pass because to become a lifeguard, what the test that I took, they drop something at the bottom of the water and you have to go down. And pick it up and swim back up with it. Listen, yeah. my mind is creative. When I get onto that bottom, I look up and it's dark around me. 
I can't see nothing except for these little lights on top. They look like octopus eyes to me. I'm not, I, I panic, I drop, and I just try to get up as fast as possible. I'm not saving no one's life in the water. It's too scary. Have you ever been on a cruise ship or seen the water at nighttime? Ain't no lights out there. Oh, yeah, That's dark. Yeah. That's scary. No one's, you can't hear someone screaming when they're trying to breathe. Nah, I don't, I'll mess with water. Water's scary, and so I relate to it the most. <laughs> I'd say it's the darkest. It's the most depth. We don't know what's about it. I remember I went to the to Rip Rip, Rip uh, where is it? Rippy's Aquarium, downtown, yeah. and um, it, it they they have this like poster that shows you the CN Tower, and then like how much more, how much deeper the water is compared to the CN Tower, and it was like a hundred or two hundred CN Towers, and I'm sitting here like. So nobody can go down there and knows what's what's down there. But you guys want to go exploring and swimming? The pressure will literally it all the time. No, thank you. Creatures <laughs> down there. Like I believe the the, the Loch Ness monster could be there. I could. Who knows Possibly. what's down there? I don't. Possibly. I don't know. If you've never been there, you can't tell me what what is or what isn't there. Is is are there mermaids down there? Who knows? I don't know. All I'm saying is the water is scary. It's dark. There's a lot of de uh, depth to it, and that's what I relate to. If that answers your question. Definitely does. And the cover art is blue and I like the layers uh with like the cover the art being blue was definitely for Movember because I wanted to make sure that I I um released this for Movember um just to really touch on men's mental health. I haven't shaved, so my beard's looking a little crazy, but Movember I really did that. My hair's not the same way it was before, but I had the same Kanye cut. My hair was all which you guys will see in the music video. I don't know when I'm going to release it. Maybe if I can get my, if you get 10,000 streams, I'm going to, on Spotify, oh, I'll release definitely. it. definitely. We're running it up. Running it up. Yeah, I'm actually surprised at the number. So I'm really excited about that. So, yeah. Well, definitely. So let everyone know where they can follow you, where they can support you. And also we're normalizing how you prefer to, like, be communicated with um anybody can follow me on um uh, instagram i think my it's up there just at Servon wayne s-i-r-v-o-n-n-e-w-a-y-n-e -N -N -E -E. ain't no weird spelling um <laughs> you guys message me anywhere you guys can message me on on social media you can listen to all my music is on every platform type in my name space vaughn space wayne and all of my music will come up it's my first project of many uh, off of broadway and corp uh yeah, Broadway. Honestly, Broadway Corp is my next project that I'm dropping with Broadway Benson. That one's coming out in uh, in December, and then I have another project coming out in February. Then I have one in March. Then I have one in Jeez. June, and then I have a, I have a single coming out in June with Joe Jez. That's a uh, something to look out for. And then uh, I have another project dropping in June, and then one dropping in October. So I'm busy for the next year 2022 it's right around the corner yeah i'm busy with that but um yeah i'm on all platforms as von wayne people can email me uh but hit me up on instagram i i, I prefer that just hit me up on instagram that's the best Super way to amazing so the timers are really working for me tonight so if it does cut off know that this was an amazing interview but before oh, you go I um i will ask you another staple question that we ask all of our guests which is downtown world don't waste no time with negativity what is a situation where it was definitely negative but somehow some way you found a way not to waste any time with negativity 
I was, I was at the marquee in New York. Uh, it was a couple of my, it was myself, Kadeen, and uh, my my manager, and uh, we got into a little a little. Uh, There's a little scuffle we got into uh, with uh, Busta Rhymes, and <laughs> that was a whole thing. But we took the higher role in that entire situation, and there was no need to deal with that negativity. We were in a good place, we were having a good time, and there was no need to deal with that so i would say that's the first thing that pops up to me and we speak about that on a song called call me goat i was just it's, about to say i was just yeah. about to say are you ever gonna ending, give us the full story the ending the ending of that oh. uh, the ending of that i'm, I'm, I'm always told not to yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Parts of it, you know. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go into it too much, you know, just just to make sure I don't get in trouble. But for real, for real. That was the stream, you know? stream away. <laughs> right? Negative negativity hit and we just kinda said, you know what? It's all good. Let's head back up north. You know, I'm not gonna do it New York politics. That's so that was so if there was one thing, given the power that you could change about the music industry, what change would you make? Gatekeepers. Um, having to suck up or go through gatekeepers in order to get there. A lot of times, artists are on their way and they're doing well, but somebody who's above them will be like, nah, and cut off the artist. And you don't even know. You don't know why you're not getting called back. You're not, you don't know why you're not getting interviews. You don't know why you're not getting... Uh, opportunities is because somebody who's bigger than you, who has more connections, who sees you rising, literally will tell people like, I don't mess with that person. Stop them. And that happens so much more. People talk about it all the time in the industry. The gatekeepers, the ones that are above that that see and they know. Like, I, I think right now Chloe is getting backlash for that. They feel that because Beyonce is up here and Chloe's getting a lot of opportunities that other artists that are coming out at the same time as her aren't and it's been all over online but mm. there are gatekeepers that th that's the real thing it's a real thing that there are people that are up there that can control and it's not even necessarily the higher ups it can be someone who's just higher above you who performed at a concert last year and they see your name as part of the list and they just end up like saying nah don't, don't work with that person and all of a, a sudden of you're like security yeah sorry we can't have you anymore. And you're like, why? What happened? They're like, oh, we're full. But it's because somebody said, nah, I don't like that person. Don't Hey Queen, how you doing? Sorry, I just suddenly and I'm like, I can't let it end there. I have to make <laughs> so available. So no thank problem. you for having me back in. No, of course, of course. I'm, I'm 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 at the studio right now. I'm I'm good. I'm about to work on some stuff. As soon as we All finish, I'm gonna <laughs> to work on work on, on that new project that's happening in uh where I'm dropping well the one I gotta finish with Broadway Benson is pretty much done. That's for December and then February the one so I'm doing one in February, I'm dropping it on Valentine's Day for the ladies. So it's almost like an answer to youth, but for I the would definitely want to hear this one. <laughs> yeah, so it's 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 more like that. So that one I, I'm excited to do that as well. I'm trying to talk to and women 
talk to me. Let me know your feelings so I can write it down because it is conversations that I get that give me the ideas. So tell me what you want a guy to say to you. Like, you know, like what has a guy done that you're like, no, I know the other side of that. Tell me because I'm going to put it in my music. As long as you don't mind it going, going online, then it's fine. If you don't mind me telling, talking about your life, then it's cool. <laughs> give it up, right? Give it up. No names, no. no names, of course. No names, but I will, you know, I will talk about some stuff, but no, that's it. Oh, by the way, I just wanted to say quickly, your um, interview skills, you're amazing. I'm really enjoying, I've watched a lot of your interviews and you've really grown in the last couple, like, you know, like years doing your thing. So shout out to you. Like, it's a really good interview you. doing your thing. I hope that, you know, you soar with this and you can go as high, as high as you need to, you know, you have your own show on TV in interviewing people. Just don't be messy like Wendy Williams and you're good to go. No, um, it's Kay Blair, AKA Oprah Martinez. So support your girl <laughs> from the city of Toronto. Um, right. So I want to know um, as well, are you open to, <laughs> are you open to, um, I got stories. Like, <laughs> right. Are you open to collaboration with other artists? Like what is your scope on that right now? Are you like only doing in-house? Um, Shauna, first of all, Shauna, please hit me up right now. I'm like, let's tell me all the stories you want. I'm put them all in music. You wait and see. You're, you're lucky. Anyways, um, collabing. Oh, I want to collab with everybody. Everybody and anybody. I'm a writer first. I love performing. I love being on stage. I love recording, but I'm a writer first. I love writing R&B, pop, uh, techno, uh, Nada type flows. I love um, country music, rock music. Uh, you, you can tell by this project that I've started to tap into the, yes. the rock, you know, but um, I'm a writer first. So if people want me to write for them, I will write, I will write tracks for days. I, I think I've helped everybody that's on my collective. I've helped them write something, but- uh, That is stupid. The pen is yeah. nasty. I've, um, I've, I've, uh, collabed with a lot of people outside and I'm willing to collab with anybody. If you are interested in collabing with me, send me a DM right now, message me and I will collab with you. I'm not above anything. I'm not trying to not work. If you're good though, if you're not good, I'll tell you that you're not good. I'm not, I'm not going to work with you. It's that simple. Like, oh my gosh. If you're not good, I'm not going to work with you. But if you're a producer, send me beats. If you're an artist and you want me to feature on it with a hook, because my hooks are nasty. I, I say in a in my track with King Bola, top two in the city, and I'm not two. Um, but if you want to collab, let me know. I'm down for all of it. Just let me know, 100%. In-house, out-house, the States, if you're from Africa and you want to you wanna hop on something, if you're from Australia, I don't have the accent, but we can do it, you know? <laughs> down, I'm it's down. Oh, honestly, even uh, I just dropped an interview with this beautiful young lady. Her name is Love Itoya. Her name is actually Love Itoya. And oh, wow. she's born in Greek, Greece. She's a Greek Nigerian. And like her music is, listening to her music is just like so amazing to me to just listen to someone else that hasn't even been over here and hear how we're so still alike and find like commonality like within each other so music yeah. is a beautiful thing that can definitely bring people from all over the world together 100%, 100%. no i i yeah i'm down anybody anybody if you know anybody that you're like oh i think that he would sound good on that track or you'd sound good on his track send it my way as well like i'm, I'm about all that <laughs> amazing so <laughs> 
let everyone know again before we close out. Street, make sure everyone you're streaming you on all DSPs. Let everyone know where to follow you and how to get in contact. Follow me on everything: Spotify, Apple Music. Follow me on Instagram. Uh, it's at Sir, at Sir Von Wayne. S I R V O N N E W A Y N E. That's on Instagram. But everything else, it's just Von Wayne. Type in V O N N E space W A Y N E, and you can listen to all my music. I have personally, it's my first project I've ever dropped solo in my entire life. I have two Jeez. previous singles: Night Mood and and Bad Mind. And yeah. uh, but by next year, I I promise the world I'm gonna drop fifty tracks, fifty tracks next Wait year. Two fifty. So Y'all look out for that for sure. I have a joint project coming out and a bunch of projects next year. Uh, so I'm looking forward to it. And again, I appreciate this interview. Thank you so much. You're doing your no thing. Problem. Thank you. I really appreciate all the support. You guys, make sure you're supporting Bon Wayne right now, streaming you. You underestimate these emotions. He's telling yeah, us to stop eating them on them, Ed. Stop eating them, Ed. So we're going to try our best. <laughs> and listen to it. Can't wait to hear the flip side. And everyone have a great night. Thank you, Bon Wayne, for tapping Thank in, not wasting me. any time with negativity. You definitely came, ate fruit, mind your business. Everyone be safe out there. And Drink tea. <laughs> that part. <laughs> have a great night. You too. Take care. Thank you for having me. No problem. About to go downtown.